This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up. Get on it. 3.8 for the Hawks. They get it in play. Now Trey. Trey drives. Alley-oop underneath. And AJ lays it up and in. And the Hawks win. The Hawks win. The Hawks win. They got it into Trey. He pushed it up the floor. AJ Griffin was alone and laid it in. And somehow, someway, the Atlanta Hawks have won this game in overtime. What a play. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. I'm already exhausted. Thank you, Steve Holman. Uh, it is Sam. 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 That gets your blood pumping, man. Don't it? I got to get me one of them John Thompson towels right now. I'm already. I need that. There, Jerry Tarkanian. Anyway, we say to you on this uh, this uh, 20th day of November. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And uh, good morning to you folks in, in Flowery Branch. Oh, y'all, wonderful Flowery y'all Branch. Y'all gotta cool me off there for a minute, there. What a call in. That's the way to start the show, Sam. How about that? How about that? I mean, that happened last night, and they needed it. They needed it. I, I, I went to the Hawks game this week when the Celtics were here, and it was standing room only. Mm-hmm. And all you could hear a lot of groaning. And not a lot of cheering, but a lot of groaning, man, because, uh, you know, it, it, they never were in the game. They couldn't hit three-point shots. Uh, and just a woeful performance. And they had had one of those performances against Toronto back Halloween night north of the border. They were just never in the game with these guys. in Toronto, you know, they got a lot of guys the same size. So there's matchup issues when you play this team. Uh, and they were giving the Hawks a hard time last night. They left half the team in Canada. I don't know why. They, they were shorthanded. They only brought about nine folks. And they, even with those nine people, they were still beating the Hawks most of the night. Hawks found a way to win this game. Trey Young with 33 points. It was big. And 124-122, you just heard Steve Holman, uh, that you heard here on the home of the Hawks, uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah, you man. Go. You, get, nice. you, you get the towel? You get your towel? You all dried <sighs> off? I just, you know, when you get, you know, you got to do, you know, sitting in my seat, you're getting everything ready and they do the intro. And then Steve comes in and blows all, takes all the energy because I got all this energy. I'm ready. I'm ready for the the flowery branch conversation that we do when we reach out to the folks and and other stuff. And man, but it was well, well worth it. Absolutely. And, 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 and absolutely needed to be done here. We're going to be talking more basketball, obviously with um, Terrell Thomas later on in the show. He's there for your residential and commercial real estate needs, but uh, we'll be, we'll be talking more with him. Hey, off the top as we always do, man. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, eventful week, uh, but 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 a good week. Me but too. Week. Yeah, 
Me too. Yeah, I was you. You had checked in with you a couple of times during the week. You had some things happening. I had some stuff happening, but always thinking about. Let's right off the top, and we're going to just keep hitting you off the head with this, over the head with this. Well, I want to remind you, December seventeenth is the day. Nah, celebration bowl. Yes, it is something you should mark on your calendar. But also talking about that celebration bowl and everything else sports related that morning will be Sam and Greg. Yeah. That's a Saturday morning. We're going to be back on the air December seventeenth. You'll have us back on Saturdays and Sunday morning. So. So there you go. And let me apologize off the rip throughout the show. You're going to be hearing dead bears. I'm just saying. Just, 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 I'm just saying. Just, just, I'm apologizing up front. I won't get too obnoxious with it. But I, I might have to break into that voice every once in a while there, pal. You think so? I ain't going to have to do with that. If I could, I need a towel and I need a Polish sausage sandwich <laughs> and, some, and some orange phantom. But they kind of brought, they, they brought the weather to town with them. I say that, you know, it's a little, little chilly. Y'all are going to be inside. But what about Buffalo, man? You know, yeah. you know, and, and I know people in, in, in towns like that brag about how tough they are and how we can go out when it's, no, no, we're still going to go to the game. Not today. No, and I thought of you all week, and you know why I thought of you. Why was that? Because these – now, you can come up with your own joke because this is really yours. But you're talking about the storm. You're talking about the events going on in Buffalo, and so the team has moved. First of all, they got to worry about Josh Allen and, and what's going on with him. Yeah. And, and he's going to continue to play. He, he's, he's becoming – it's like he, he, he got into the league, and you knew he had the talent and the potential to be something, but you, you weren't sure what it was. And then last year, he just emerged. He is now somebody who you have to respect, like the, the handful of other superstars in this league. But this year, he's sort of taken on, at least from my seat, kind of a Brett Favre feel in the way he's playing that position. And it's sometimes he's getting dinged up like Brett Favre. Yeah. As long as he keeps coming back and doing an Ironman thing, I guess he'll be okay. But, you know, you got his play. But this is why I thought of you. Um, when they made the decision that to move them, where do they go? And this time of year, they're going – and they're going to be there for two weeks because they're playing this week there. And then, of course, they were playing Thanksgiving against the Lions. The The Bills are ended up in Detroit. And I, and I hope – Please hope that nobody gets no cold pumpkin pie and they put it out there on the air. Well, you know, the people in Detroit <laughs> should be happy, first of all, because they're able to come there because the, the, the Lions are playing outside the cold Yeah, today. exactly, exactly. <laughs> New York, they're going to play the Giants. They're going to freeze as they should. That's what they deserve. Uh, so Buffalo will be inside <laughs> nice and warm today. I'm still, still, you know, I'm still figuring out, trying to figure out why we have to be subjected to them every Thanksgiving day. You know, I, but, you know, that's, that's what we've done. That means we always got to be subjected to them. Them and now, let me ask you a question: What about them years the Cowboys stunk? You, you, folks they, didn't have they, that about they, them. You, that wasn't early. That wasn't an early game. That wasn't an early game, and you wasn't made to watch them. And at least with the Cowboys, you think you would figure you might get a, a decent game. Now they, they give a decent game, but there's some years you figure Cowboys might give a decent game. You knew you weren't getting a decent game from Detroit. Yeah, but here's the thing. What? All right, I'm, I'm always going to say this. What? This because – For a few years, we got to watch Barry Sanders. That, and more than a few years, years for, for a few, decade. For, for a few years, for a we, decade, got, for a few we years, got to we see got to watch Calvin Johnson. Yes, okay, we did. all right. So a decade, we got to see that. I mean, there was a decade where the Cowboys weren't doing nothing. Okay, now you want to go back pre-Jimmy Johnson. And by the way, I saw a great Jimmy Johnson thing this week. But anyway, did you know? pre, yeah. pre-Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones years. Them la- folks forget them last years with, with what you call it, with, with Landry, Mr. Hall of Famer and the Fedora and all the that. Fedora, yeah. He was 3-13 and 13 okay. seasons repeatedly. Now, everybody can complain about how he got run out the door. 
which he did. Him and him and uh, what was that other dude's name? Hank Stram, not Hank Stram. Tex, Tex. Tex Stram. Mm-hmm. All them, all them old guard got yeah, run all out. The old, all the old guard. But this is a, I guess this is a CBS or, or whoever owns the uh, NFC package. They want to get that. And by the way, wouldn't you want it that way? Because wouldn't you hate having a good Cowboys game ahead of that? And forget about the 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 night game Why which do we just have started. To have Detroit. I get it, but wouldn't you rather have if it's a bad game, get it over with and be yeah, done? You know, I talked to somebody yesterday. Talked to somebody that uh, just got back from Germany, and they said the experience was incredible. Someone who played in the game last week. I talked. Okay. With, uh, I was at Georgia State yesterday for basketball, and and Penny Hart, who's a Georgia State grad, who's uh, playing with Seattle, um, came came back and we talked a little bit at halftime of our of the broadcast of the game we were doing yesterday for ESPN Plus and. He was just, he couldn't say enough about Germany, the fact that it was going to a different place other than, you know, London, and that they went there and they had a wonderful time. And uh, the fact of how many people wanted to come to the game, how many tickets they wanted to, to sell, they didn't, they ran out of tickets. And so he just, he, he thought it was a great, great thing. I absolutely believe it. I'm, 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 I'm not as. <sighs> well, this just, is from somebody who actually played. So well, I understand. And, and listen, we know what the, NBA, the, uh, the NFL is doing. And, and they just line their pockets again with another specialty. Uh, game and, and got another um, so we fan to, base. So we're going to Wednesday nights now. We're going <sighs> we to put that on Hulu. Well, uh, look, I'm, at, I'm just I'm, we got a Mexican Mexico City game coming up, don't they? I think so. That's the one you need to get rid of. That's the one. Period. I guess we got. Do we have Mexico City game? There's a Mexico City, City game. It, I yeah. know it's some. They, well, let's put it this way. Thank you. Yeah. I, would you go to that game? Uh, I might. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Y'all have fun. Okay. I'm not okay. talking about as a fan. I'm not talking about as as working it. I'm saying, would you, if your team was playing it, would you feel comfortable knowing what you know about how folks get treated down there to go to that game? I go for the game, and after the game, I come home. Okay. Well, I hope you do, because I miss you. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I really would. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, as we sit here on this uh, November 20th here. Um, so this past week, we're going to get into college football yesterday. We talked a little bit about the Falcons. We're going to talk more about them and, and what happened last week with Carolina and what they have coming up today with the Bears. But um, we are going to make sure that we do our props to the folks right down there on North Avenue and what Tech did. How about that? And, and, and I mean, I what thought about that? it yesterday. Georgia continues to be, listen, boring. And we, we say well, that well, in a positive what, way because yeah, there's know, nothing it, more boring than perfection. Absolutely. Right? And, and we'll get into in the next segment my, my, my thoughts on them. Uh, just yesterday was a very interesting day. You had TCU that had to do something with the clock running out. They still kept themselves in the conversation. I mean, right. that's something else that happened. Meanwhile, out west, probably the, the biggest stories yesterday were out west with yeah, the Pac-12 for a change. I, I I got home and I thoroughly enjoyed watching the UCLA USC game, and mm-hmm. I hadn't paid attention to that game in years. Nope, it was a great game. They were going back and forth, up and down the field, uh, and so it, it was great to see. And let's see if Southern Cal can run the table. If Southern Cal runs the table, they will have played their way into the conversation. And here's the other thing: with with what happened to Tennessee, we don't know what happens to the loser of Ohio State and Michigan. They could, I'll they, be knocking on your door um, to um, see if your if your room is available down in the basement. But I'm just I'm just saying though the the the, the, the yeah big, you're right you're right they could end up being the conference with the two teams in the mm-hmm. playoffs. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, what happens? Yeah. So you you mentioned the playoff, but again, isn't it maddening that they are actually going to make people wait? They're talking about teasing us with 24, but why are you you just like line it up and make sure that you get to this 12 team playoff? 
this this would have resolved a lot of things this year and given the the anticipation of that matchup so in other words we wouldn't have to jump over folks and hope folks lose. listen i'm 10 and 1 right now i'm usc i know i'm going to be part of that playoff that's all you want that's all you really want. Now, they're going to have to adjust the overall schedule and then what bowl games are being used and how that. I oh, hope absolutely. there's some yeah. brainiacs right now sitting down and trying to oh, work got this it out. All, they got it all figured out. You think so? Oh, there's a whole lot of money on the line. Yeah, well, of course they got we it know that, We know there's a whole lot of money on the line, but <laughs> make sure it gets to the right line. people. Yeah, that, that cash is on the line, and it, the, when, when they decide to do it, you're going to be surprised how quickly it rolls out there because somebody's already got it lined up. You know what happened on this day? We were talking about the Falcons taking on that Bears. Mm-hmm. Today was the day that the then NFL record for rushing in a game happened. 275 yards was the record rushing for a game, and it happened on this day to one Mr. Walter Sweetness Payton. How about that? How about that? May he rest in peace. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I always grappled with which jersey I wanted growing up. Um, well, growing up because, you know, he's not that much – Older than me, not like you know, it came from a whole different era, but it was always do I 40 or 34? Yeah, because I was a running back, yeah, but I, you know, in between, and, and, and it's also it's funny because you have that not many teams have this where they're so identified with two particular, um, or excuse me, one particular position on both sides of the ball. So when you talk Bears and you talk all time greats, you concentrate on what's going on with running back, right? You got them two dudes. And then you talk about defense, and is there a more is there a more uh, associated with the with the position of middle linebacker than the Chicago Bears between Butkus, Singletary, and Erlacher? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, it just it, it gives me um, pride when talking about those guys. But then again, it's for the first time ever, ever. It looks like we got a quarterback. I shouldn't say that? I shouldn't say we, but the hometown got a quarterback, and this dude. They, listen, you know this dude, right? You didn't you see him in high school? Oh, was it was it absolutely. Uh, not Harrison? What what what's Harrison? It's yeah. Harrison. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. very much. Very much. Do, what do you remember from Harrison him? Hoyers? Just a guy that was phenomenally talented, and um, you know that that was the thing because he was coming out at the same time as Trevor Lawrence, so we had these two for two phenoms, you know, playing high school ball here at the same time. That's the thing you think about how many starting quarterbacks. We have around the National Football League who are from this area right now. And so that's uh, it's a pretty re- remarkable thing. When, uh, when Watson comes back to the Browns' win, it's not this week. It's, it's another week before he Yeah, he back. got that. Oh, so so that's, that's, that'll be another starting quarterback from our area. You know what? Football League. That's going to be crazy next week because his return is in Houston. Yeah. Oh, which also which also has a starting quarterback that's from it from Atlanta, Davis Mills, Atlanta Christian. I'm just saying. No, but we, you're right. We, but every, we, we, we become a little bit of a factory. We, we we we'll make more. You guys come back and get them. Yeah, that's what makes you mad. That just disgusts you because why, again, why can't y'all land in Georgia or Georgia Tech? Why y'all got to go out of state? Go, where they go? Well, you always trying to keep talent in the state. Well, we try to, but yeah. I mean, you know, you can't keep everybody. You know. No, you just keep a few of them. No. Yeah. It'll be all right. All right, we're just getting started on this Sunday morning. We can't thank you enough for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Eric Slaughter is going to join us here back and forth throughout. I got something good for Eric, too. Uh-oh. Yeah, I do. Got something for you. I, you be quiet if you want to, but I got something for you, Eric. Uh, throughout, it's insignificant. Uh, throughout the show, but we're going to do a deep dive into college football next. And later on in the show, Sam and I are actually going to talk before the end of this hour. Our thoughts on the World Cup. Yeah, it's going on. 
Drink, you, before, drink you, before you get there. But yeah, you drink before you get there. <laughs> Do a lot of tailgating. BYOB. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 the game. 929 game.com takes with you on the Odyssey app. Jackets. Gibson gives to Hall. Cuts it back and into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. And the rambling wreck pull in front. Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. They said it was a third-string quarterback, but he didn't look like it. He did exactly what he needed to get done yesterday. Zach Gibson, 174 yards. Tech scored 21 unanswered points, come back and beat North Carolina. There was no uh, – what, what's his name, the head coach? Mac Brown. Mac Brown. wasn't no Mac Brown dancing in the locker room after this one. <laughs> no, there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, wasn't no, no Mac Brown dancing, but uh. – uh, Tech got it done, and and congratulations. And I know there are folks sitting there screaming at us right now, going, "Yeah, y'all should be talking about Tech more often. It's all about Georgia, all about Georgia." And we, y'all are closer. Actually, we are. We're about a five iron away from the university. They right, they right up the street, right? right, right <laughs> y'all don't talk about us enough. So yeah, but listen, a, a a win that they have to had to have, and and more importantly, they're asked a bigger question. And you brought it up before we started the show, and I was like, initially. Uh, you know, but it's things like this. It's wins like this for a program that help the overall coaching staff, and especially if somebody's got a tag to their name. Maybe this is the kind of win that gets that removed, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, we, here's the thing. You talk about a tumultuous season. You know, they've been through a whole lot, seeing, you know, all the rumors asking if the coach is going to get fired. The coach gets fired. The athletic director is out the door. you got a new athletic director comes in. They know they're doing a nationwide search for a new coach. Meanwhile, Brent Key has been given the interim title. And do you remove that, think, really consider removing that title with a win like this? Does it, does it make you consider that, that he's the guy for the job? If not, who else? Who are you going to get to come and, be, and, and take on this Georgia Tech program? Um, and also to keep a lot of, and quite frankly, to keep a lot of the players that you have on board. There is this thing called a transfer portal. Yeah, and, you know, and that's the whole thing. You know, you retain this coach in who was involved with their recruitment, who they've supported and and helped and played for the remainder of this season. Do those players stay on board too? So I mean, that's the question I think more than anything else. But does Brent Key showed you enough to say he is the guy and he should get the keys to the car? I think so. Who else you gonna get? That's gonna come in. Who else in Conference USA or in Sun Belt or American? That's a hot commodity that you think will come because that's where you're going to go to get your coach if you're going to give you'll get somebody. You're why not, is it limited? To, why do you think it's limited to those? Because those um, are those those are conferences that that are, you know just below in the group of five. And if you have a program that's been consistent, the group of five that's that's the next thing that you if you can pull them away. I mean, you know, you get a chance. Do you go out to Coastal Carolina? He's got a good job out there. Can't well, you know, he's got a very good situation. He's winning. He's been nationally ranked, and he's he's at Myrtle Beach. Yeah. You won't leave that. Uh, and, and so my know, question is, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know is I mean? that a come up from, from where they are right well, now? You, you're, you're in the ACC. You're on a Power 5 conference. You're in a program that if you can get things going right and attract uh, um, the players to Atlanta and keep those in the area uh, here, I mean, you got a big shadow. The folks over in Athens cast a big shadow on you. 
you know, but can yeah. but can but can you do that with a brand that has been successful in football down through the years as Georgia Tech has been? Eric Eric Eric's chomping at the bit over here. What you thinking? Okay. Well, well, I wanted to comment on something else. I want to make sure I do my producer's job and tell you guys to make sure we thank ESPN and the ACC Network for that sound. Yeah. But Sam, I had asked you, you know, me being a play-by-play guy when I was editing that clip, and I didn't realize that there was a female doing the play-by-play for Georgia Tech football, and I was like, oh, that's a you know, that's a great thing to, now that we see the, the ladies that are getting their opportunity. And you, I asked you, did you know who that was? Did you have a chance to look that look that up? I was looking up. I couldn't find no? Okay, well, just want to make sure you guys make sure you give that credit to ESPN. Thank, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank um, you. Nah, I was going to say something. Oh, when you were talking about coaches coming, I, again, I say this with tongue firmly pressed in cheek, but there's some folks that over there in Ole Miss that wishes that Lane Kiffin would get his stuff together. He might be out the door, too. Now, he's not going well, no, no place, he but he got back-to-back back losses and all that. But that dude just dropped. He had a chance to make the playoff hey man, two games got, ago. He got, he got Ole Miss in the and, conversation. And, yeah, he got him in the conversation. Okay. He got him mad right now. Listen, well, I talked to our girl this week. Was. He dropped two games that could have kept they him. They in the he, conversation, uh, man. No, no, no. They're not in the conversation to get him back to the top four. He was three they, weeks ago. Okay. He was three weeks ago. Well, so and the way they lost. Well, again, they're going some folks getting – no, they they feel a certain way about that, the way they lost. But I'm they put saying, them trick-or-treat hats on I'm, last night. They almost deserved it. Yeah, you lose. just want to get them a shot. I'm just saying. I turned that game on, man. I saw that. I said, is South Carolina Clemson this week? I thought that was like, what are you doing playing Clemson? At? Because Tenn- they're a night game, and that's what they wanted you know, to do. No, Tennessee had on orange helmets last yeah. night, man. We saw that with them Bears a few weeks ago, too. That's probably where they got the inspiration from. Man, those tennis, those orange helmets, I promise you, are going the same place that Georgia's red pants went years ago. Never to be seen again. Well, they're going to sell them. Yeah, they're going to make some money well, off I don't them. know what they're going to make any money on. They won't make any money on me in Knoxville. Yeah, <laughs> they, well. they, I'm, I'm saying, those helmets are going the same place to Georgia's red pants. And I know where Georgia's red pants went. Okay. You want to you no, break out that piece no, of news? No, I'm not going to say where they went, I mean, but I, 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 I know where they went. But they weren't going to wear them red pants anymore after what, after the experience they had of them. Okay. And then them uh, Transformer uniforms they had that year. That, that, uh, Transformer uniforms. Those Transformer <laughs> uniforms that Georgia wore, and they got totally <laughs> torn apart by Boise State in the Georgia Dome. And they, they dipped them things in battery acid. We'll never see those uniforms again. And that's what's going to happen to them Tennessee helmets. The orange helmets, oh, yeah, yeah, man, them things are gone. You're never going to see them again. Ah, okay, we'll see. But, hey, you brought up something that reminded me again What's as we that? go through this show. And it's time for another insignificant piece of information. But this yep. is a fun one because it reminds – they didn't specify if it was the first or second try, but it was on this date, 2017. Remember mm-hmm. where you were on this date? I tell you where a lot of folks were. They were calling their friends, going, "Did you see the Georgia don't get imploded? That block, that that bus blocked the TV shot, I was shot right, of it." I was there in person. <laughs> I was right there on the side. This was this watching. was the day. That was the day. They almost had a chain reaction crash, and it's really the fault. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who's on duty right now. We've changed police chiefs and everything. APD police should have stopped the traffic on those corners. There shouldn't have been traffic yeah, coming true. back and forth. And that was the big thing. And so as the building implodes, there's a car that's right there by that bus that suddenly stops, and a car coming behind it almost slams in the back. A whole lot of stuff almost happened there. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of stuff almost happened because they still had traffic going back and forth, and they should have stopped You know, all the traffic from coming along that street. So uh, but can we can rem- remember what happened? Because, see, the first time it happened and it didn't it didn't implode, and then how, many, how long after they try again. They came back a few weeks later. Yeah, it was a few. So it sat there just kind of. It tells you just how well, <laughs> just how well that, that building was put together. 
Georgia Dome was really put together well. It it it, it really was, and uh, remarkable place, and was a great home field advantage uh, for our Falcons. And the Falcons are trying to reestablish that really in this new building because since they've had it, it's been great, it's been wonderful, and all the whistles and bells. They ain't been winning in this building, and yeah. so they're back in that day. And at least this year, they won the majority of the games they played at home so far. So, right. so, so we'll see. It but got, wait, wait, we're not talking about the folk. We got to talk about now. We're gonna get. Go ready ahead. To go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We ain't talking about the number one team. Yeah, we well, talk about the number one college. Yeah, well, again because it's the, you yeah, know they're well, doing what they're supposed to do, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it's well. just boring. They go win, they win. There's nothing really. What's the story from Georgia getting that win yesterday the way they were supposed to? And it was season, tighter than it was. When the season started, right? Everybody pointed to this game as possibly being a, t- a difficult game for them, and it was. Everybody said that the Kentucky game, if there's going to be a hiccup in the schedule, that Kentucky would be the team that would give them that was primed, had this quarterback that was a. You know, dark horse, Heisman Trophy candidate, whatever, and, and 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 you know he's the guy, and you want to watch for Kentucky. Their coach has been there; has been very consistent. They've been consistently building the program, and they had. And then the season happened, and you know Kentucky, you know, lost a bunch. Matter of fact, they're coming off a loss to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. But we, we, as the season ends, Vanderbilt's on a winning streak. All of a sudden, <laughs> they, they beat Florida yesterday. Yep. So say what you will about the Brainiacs. Uh, they play some. They play some good football here to finish the season, uh, but but Georgia wins and they do what what they have to do. And in the course of any season, Greg, you know if you're going to get to the playoff, if you because right now, Georgia's practically in the playoff. They, they're going to the conference championship game, win or lose, they they, they going they going to be in this thing. You know right. what I mean? And, and so, but the idea is to not take your foot off the pedal and. You know, and that's the thing that Kirby Smart is, is battling right now. He's trying to shut down all the noise. Each week, he addresses the same questions. We're not looking at what's happening. We're looking at who's in front of us, We, you know, and hoping that the team tunes in and listens to that instead of all the other noise that's out there and seeing what's happening to the other teams around them. So, um, you know, they, they took care of business. They did what they had to do. It wasn't a work of art. It was not a thing of beauty, but it is the W that gets them through the conference Un, un, uh, undefeated in conference play, and uh, next up is Georgia Tech. Well, having said all of that, you're absolutely right, and that's another reason why, you know, you don't sort of. It's not. It's not. You know, a lot to talk about there, but you you just kind of capsulize it. They did what they had to do. Yeah. Now, now by extension, and there's nobody who's gonna put five dollars on this bet. But we talk. We started this segment talking about Georgia Tech. By the way, we have a poll question, don't we? Do we have one? Do we have one, Eric? Did we? Did it get out there yet? Because you mentioned about uh, whether or not this typed as you speak. It's okay. being typed. It's okay. being typed. Okay. You got to wait to the, the segment before you know. You got to let you guys Man, tell I the folks y'all, going. I thought y'all had that. You know, before the show started, we talked about it, but that's okay. That's we got okay. something connected to the Georgia Tech head coach, and we'll we'll let you know what that is in just a minute. But what you mentioned also was the Heisman Trophy uh, candidates there, and and what they're doing, and so on and so forth. But there was a couple that got dinged up yesterday, and that. I, I, maybe they've got enough in in the coffers to get them to New York and what happened. But Hendon Hooker, yeah, he went uh, he went down to the end of that game, and it was a, the the two of them, Blake Corum's the other one. If this dude is not prepared to come back and be Michigan's running back next week, then you might as well just give Ohio State the East, yeah, we'll, because he can't. They can. There's no way. In fact, the person who's sleeping right now in his house says if he can't play next week, they got no shot. Michigan got no shot. This dude was a Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, Hooker was. And both of these guys went down yesterday in a way that was, you know, they've been – well, first of all, Hooker just took a step wrong, came down and, and twisted his knee, and yeah, we don't we know what that. that is. We don't know what's happening with but, that. 
Blake Horam got hit in a, in a way that was minor compared to the way he's normally hit because this dude's a bowling ball. And, and he went down. So you just don't know these two and, and, and what they've been through. But I want to get back to um, that Tennessee game and Spencer Radler and how he was talked about last year. And you talk about vindication. And, and, and if nothing else, the way this team, the way South Carolina played, it was – I hadn't watched him all year. Well, I saw him in person because that's who Georgia State played to open the season. And, you know, he didn't look so unbeatable. I mean, of course, he's new. He had just dropped in with that team, um, threw a couple of interceptions that night, and if it weren't for a couple of blocked punts for touchdowns, you know, Georgia State was right there with South Carolina in that game, the season opener. But, you know, he showed you what the talk was about last night. He had one of those nights uh, that had him as a Heisman Trophy candidate last year when he was at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started the season as a preseason favorite and things faded, obviously. Um, so, yeah, he showed you something last night. But I tell you who else showed us something last night. How about Caleb Williams out of Southern Cal? And a lot of people haven't talked yeah. about him. Uh, he had an incredible night last night. And, um, you know, that's one of those games – you look for the game right now where the, the, the Heisman Trophy winner is going to play their way into the Heisman. You know, you mm-hmm. have that – they call it the Heisman moment, the Doug Flutie. Right, You know right. what I mean, that, that thing right there. So, last night, Southern Cal, UCLA, that's the kind of game that's prime for a guy to go out and win that. Matter of fact, down through the years, that game has won the Heisman for O.J. Simpson, you know, for Charles mm-hmm. White, you know, for Marcus Allen, for Gary Beban at UCLA – that was the kind of game that you go out and you win, and it solidifies the Heisman Trophy. So you watch for a game like that this time of year. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're going to be with you till 8 o'clock. Terrell Thomas is going to join us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour talking NBA. And um, oh, there was something else I was going to get to you with this college football, but I guess I'll save it here for a minute because we got some stuff coming up. We'll get to, let you know what that poll question is. But there's an event going on. In fact, there isn't a sports fan on the planet that won't probably tell you this is the biggest event in the world. And me and Sam are like, oh, okay. <laughs> and a lot of Americans. But we're going to talk a little World Cup and also get into what's going on with the Falcons as they take on the Bears today. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. I'm ready for Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 20th day of November. <sighs> just just, just happy to be with you. want to remind you that December 17th, Sam and I return two Saturday mornings. We're also going to be with you this upcoming week. As everybody gets ready for Thanksgiving, you can tune in Thursday morning. It'll be Sam and Greg. You can tune in Friday morning. It'll be Sam and Greg. And we're going to be talking to some folks we haven't had a chance to speak to in a while because, well, we just had this two-hour show, and we're not trying to get a whole lot of folks up before 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. It's just kind of hard. They say, yeah, I'll do that, and then crickets yeah <laughs> so so we got you know terrell though god bless that man, yeah, man. he's up he got cheering at the house he got running behind at seven o'clock in the morning so he will be uh he'll be joining us here but we want to let you know about the upcoming week but again december 17th you know why that that i played that um zz top i had heard a story i'd never heard of before the night that jimmy johnson 
I'm not talking about the race car driver. I'm talking about the football coach. Yeah. Everybody remembers that famous footage where, where um, Big Dave, I forgot his last name, the guy who lets everybody know they made it to the Hall of Fame, the NFL Baker, Hall of Fame. Baker. Dave Baker, who's retired now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He shows up on set during halftime. Because if you remember, the, the pregame, went, he went to CBS and told Bill Cowher he was inducted. And then they got him from one side of New York to the other side to, or I, I don't know how, it, how they did that. Because Fox is in, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't that, the same. I don't think it was, the, think same it was the same day. It wasn't yeah. the same year. Okay, so, well, yeah. anyway, I no, because I, I swear it was this. They went in the same time, but either way, he goes and sees Jimmy Johnson. We remember the footage. He's crying on set. Blah blah blah. So they went out afterwards. All them dudes from the from the pregame show, Bradshaw on down, and they went out to Dan Tanis in L.A. Right, okay. we had Dan Tanis here for a while. Mm-hmm. While they are there, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top shows up. Just there's a place that he hung out at, right? Okay. He shows up, and they are like, "Hey, what's going on here?" And then they tell him what's going on, and somebody asks him if he has a guitar, and Billy Gibbons just sort of sits there and starts playing. I don't know how many songs he did, but he did a number from the ZZ Top catalog, and it just made me think about this. I won't bring this up during the show. That is one of those really, really famous television moments, I believe, in sports. Yeah. Where you find, I mean, there's a number of guys who got it, but this was one of those where not only did you get it during the halftime of a game that nobody thought was going to happen, uh, Jimmy finally gets in in that, that stable of other Hall of Famers, and then they cut to Troy Aikman, and he's crying up in the booth because he's calling the game with Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just like I said, that kind of touched me, so I want to get that in there. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Before we jump into World Cup stuff, do we have our poll question, Eric? Are you still um, working on that? Is it, is it up and running? Wasn't sure. All right. You want to tell everybody what is, what's the question? I So how you penned it out? Absolutely. From Sam and Greg this morning on Twitter at 92.9thegame. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. <laughs> the question reads, with Georgia Tech coming from behind to upset UNC, at Sam Crenshaw 23 and at Get Cast with Greg, want your opinion. Has interim head coach Brent Key done enough to secure the Yellow Jackets job Permanently, yes or no? Vote below. There you go. There we go. We Look. going. We going to what? We're to nine two nine to do this. Where's at ninety two nine the game. Yes, sir. At ninety two nine the game. At ninety two nine the game. There, we there go. you on, go. On Twitter and let us know what you think. Has Coach shown you enough to say you know we we ought, we ought, we ought to get that gig? What do you think? All right. All right. And happy 39th birthday to future. How about that? There you go. Yeah, so man. there you go. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna bring that up, but I can't. I can't have a day go man, by that's okay. not mentioned. Hey, you know, when I when I when I home, folks. Yep, exactly. You know, graduate of uh, Columbia High School out there in the Cap County. He and uh, that school turned out some folks, man. Gail, uh, Gwen Torrance, and um, 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 uh, Chris Tucker. There's a lot of folks that come out of Columbia High School. And and there's another school that produced a whole lot of folks. And that's what I was teasing earlier with Eric. And you know what today is? Today, eight. 1966, what HBCU university was founded, if you had to guess? 1866, on this day. And if you need a hint, it produced a vice president. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, that gives it away. Go ahead, Eric. Howard. Howard University. There you go. Yeah. Now, hmm, that's interesting because usually I always see Howard um, with 1867. So maybe – well, bl- being founded and opened are two okay. different things. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Yep. So, yeah, okay. that's, all, that's my guess. H-U! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the people at Hampton going to get, 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 get after you about that now. Greg is a Hampton legacy. Yeah, that's true. But but people they, always argue which one is the real H-U. Of course, when your folks there was H-I. Yeah, 
That's right. Hampton you know, Institute. You know. So, so, so shouldn't that answer the question right there? No. You, <laughs> no, no. If you were once something else, how can you be the real HU? Because you're the HU now. I am. <laughs> Sam, say he's got a solution for everything. He just comes right down to it. No, because what you gonna do otherwise? Yeah, That's which is the real one. This is listen. Everything's about right now, right? People don't want to go back. There's a reason they changed it. And I, that's my question. Why did you change? Was there something in the educational system that you hey, had yeah, to go? Yeah, there's some reason why them and Tuskegee had, had to do that. They, they, I don't think it's anything they wanted to do, but I think some, for some reasons, for some things that they were able to do, they had to do it. Is that one of those where they had to be accredited to become an actual university? You know, there's that, that trivia question I throw out that, you know, what are the five Division One programs that are not technically universities? Yeah. And does, would that have fallen into that category? Um, I don't think it had anything to do with athletics now. No, 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 but just being yeah. a total university as yeah. opposed to what is called an institute, Yeah, I well, guess. Yeah, but that, that, that's what the, the folks down the, down the block are. They are the institute. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But as opposed to, you know, when you say Georgia, the, by the way, those five schools are the three academies, Army, Navy, Air Force, mm-hmm. uh, as you said, Georgia Tech, and then Boston College. Okay. That's as, as I remember the I don't know. The, you, the got, you, got, you got a lot of other techs. That's what I'm saying. So as opposed, well, but Georgia Tech, as opposed to Texas Tech and Virginia Tech, they're, they're flat out uh, engineering school. They don't have a couple of things that make it technically a university, as I understand. I don't know. You get into those, and then you get the A and M's. Exactly. You know, that's that's. I don't and, and I don't think a lot of it has to do with athletics. You know, I think that's the other thing. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, all right, let's dip into this. And uh, I say off the top, if somebody gave you tickets, hotel room, a parking spot, whatever, would you venture to Qatar right now to watch the World Cup? Absolutely. You would? Oh, very much, very nah, much, very okay. much, very much. I, I, I got a. There's a friend of mine whose husband is an international uh, soccer official, and, and and she's going to catch some of catch some of the games, you know. But I mean, she with someone who is knows the lay of the land and knows the people because they've officiated uh, soccer internationally and whatnot. But my thing is, we got the opening ceremony coming up here in about about three hours, our our time. Okay. And uh, I don't know who's doing entertainment for this. Not me. I saw a lot of people that said they ain't going. Okay. You know, but I don't know who actually is performing. Yeah, that's the thing. Because uh, it's, it's one of those events that you perform can kind of put you. Didn't we have like Pavarotti or somebody for this back in the back of the day? <laughs> it might have been. Well, it might, no, you're did. right. You're right. You're right. I think we did. There was, you know, you know this, um, this is Seth. Was his news name? Blather? Blather? This is his, you know, swan song. And everybody know how what they believe was the most corrupt way of, of, of giving this to Qatar, uh, given the other locations and the temperature over there right now is crazy. But I'm, I just saw more people not wanting to be a part of this than jumping out and, you know, the big names that you would think would perform in some of these, you know, I think they, is Yanni still around? I think that's going to be about the biggest about name. About the biggest name you get. <laughs> I can think of. Oh, come on. I mean, what's his name wouldn't even go over there? What's, what, what's, the, what's the clarinet players? Kenny G? You don't play no clarinet, man. He's or sa- He's Saxon. He's, he's, he's French horn and he's also no, clarinet. He's he plays all them woodwinds. I've seen him. saxophone. He plays them all. You know, well, that's not that, that's not the one that he played when he was playing Barry White's band when he got started. No, you're probably right, no. but I knew he knew how to play him. You know. Anyway, so but th- that's not the story. Other than the event itself, and, and what the U.S. might do, this past week the the news that came out that would keep a lot of people from getting on a plane and going over there. 
<laughs> Ain't getting nothing to drink inside. Like I said, They're getting no alcohol inside. BYOB, man. You, 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 you bring it with you. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get today. The host team kicks off today at 11 o'clock. And I think, you know, you're going to be streaming. A lot of this is going to be streaming services. You can subscribe uh, to get everything if you want to, you know, pay for that. And a lot of people will do that who really want to follow it closely. I think uh, FS1 is going to be carrying uh, much of it, you know, here, 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 in the, here in the United States. And so you got Qatar and Ecuador going to get started at 11 o'clock this morning. Very first, very first ones. And, of course, we got wrap-ups each night. Eric Wright, we can hear, hear him in the game. Jason Longshore. Yes, it's called the Atlanta Soccer Recap Show. You can hear it each night, usually around 11, maybe a little later if we have a play-by-play game going on. And then you can catch it on odyssey.com on Off the Woodwork Podcast. Ooh, I like that. Off the Woodwork Podcast. Yeah. 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 It's nice. How about that? That 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 is very nice. And um, but again, just yeah, this is the biggest event in the world, right? Yeah. But when will it resonate like it should in this country, or will it ever? We have we, so we, many we, options. We, we, we put our best athletes in it because the other countries are putting their best athletes in it, and 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 uh, we, we're putting some of our better athletes uh, are, are going to soccer. But you know that that's that's just like. We we talk about tennis and where the great you know U.S. tennis players, people with that kind of athletic ability, are being funneled into into other things. Um, so you know, and it's taken us a while in this country because you know we felt like you know the soccer is long belonged to other parts of the world. Well, yeah, it, it, it's it's taken root here. Matter of fact, and we're gonna talk a little HBCU in the next segment, uh, Eric. I don't know if you heard people talk about what the first sport back at Mars Brown might be. They're saying the first sport. Oh. It will be soccer. They're saying yeah, soccer. Yeah, yeah. I, I've uh, had a chance to talk to, of course, the president over there a couple times, and that was a major advancement that he was hoping to have soccer to be the first sport. It will be intramural to begin, but they'll try to make sure it gets to be a full-time sport because they have to figure out how they're going to play games. I'm yeah. not being I'm not being snipping or anything like that or listening, but I would think that would be the sport that you would start off with because it's the least cost necessary to put. You, know, you really need is a ball in the field. Right, well, to you start. need a little more than that. I mean, we want to, want to be competitive now. You, we're talking I'm about just saying to get started. To get... Gonna, it's going to be competitive. And, and and I'm so sure, I'm not nothing that's you know nailed down that I've heard or read, but I'm so sure that having one of the most successful American soccer franchises a couple of blocks away from campus helps. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's that, that's a great move for, for Morris Brown to do that when they decide to uh, bring back athletics. So you said it's going to be an intramural sport first. Yeah. And, and then they're going to. Well, you know, you, become you, part you, you part of be an intramural or club or, or, or okay. club. Yeah, it's, it kind of used that same word kind of introvertedly, but yes, it'll be an intramural slash club as they are getting their enrollment up. And you just don't want to go out there the first year and start playing NCAA teams. You want to no. be able to get some uh, years you, under your belt. And you, you, and you got to get some students in. You got some right. students because all the matriculation fees and all that that goes into your. You know, helping justify the things for for doing your your projections for your athletic program. I want to ask a real serious question, yeah, even man. though I have no idea. And this is actually for both of you guys, probably more the Eric than anything else. We sit here on a weekly basis and talk about the need for officials, yeah, in refs. Mm-hmm. Now here we have you have a, you have a university that's getting ready to start a a new sport, not a brand new sport, but a sport that they're going to start doing. And there's going to be a need for officials, correct? And is this a location that people who are considering dipping their toe into this field, is that maybe that's a good place to reach out to, to Morris Brown and, and, and those folks over there and say, listen, I want to be a ref. I, I know the sport. And 
again, I'm asking, would this be the way to get into that world in a way? You should already be doing it because there's plenty of youth soccer, just like any other sport. You got plenty of youth soccer around around the area. So you take that next step. You get to yeah, you know right, out of the high right, school level to the right, college level. Right. So I'm saying, would there be a need? Is there going to be some people competing to be now that this new this school is in, uh, implementing soccer? Will there be some people, or will they reach out to others? In other words, how does that work? Well, I would actually change the lane just a little bit for coaches out there who are looking to advance their careers to volunteer their time at a at a college because that's what they're really going to need yeah. probably for the at least the assistance. They might be able to hire a head coach, but if you are a youth coach or a high school coach that wants to get to the next level, that would be a, a, a terrific way. That's to what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I was just trying to think of um, a good way to put a stamp on what we saw last week with these Falcons uh, as we get ready to talk about the Bears later on in their their, their uh, matchup today. But I, I, I don't really remember anything that just sort of stuck out to me as to the reason why they lost. Carolina played, played very, very well. Um, it was an ugly game. It was, but it was game. just. And, and then listen to what some of the Falcons had to say this week. It's kind of, kind of like get back to basics. This week mm-hmm. was to get back to basics. And if you listen here this week, uh, it's been the coach deflecting anything about Desmond Ritter, uh, yeah. which everybody comes Are we going to see him? Are we going to see him? No, you're not going to see him unless uh, Marcus Mariota is injured. There you go. All right, we'll be talking more Falcons uh, throughout the show. Up next, we're going to let you know what's going on locally with Mr. Crenshaw. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 